Welcome to the Double Think Discussions podcast. I'm your host, Ben Teplitz, and with me, as always, is the amazing Kelsey McFarland. Kelsey, how are you today? Good. How are you? I'm doing good. Thanks for asking. And also with me is our other co-host, Abby. Abby, what what did you think of this chapter? Did you like this chapter more than the other chapters we've read so far? Um, hi, yes. Um, this chapter, it was, yeah, it was very interesting about how they rewrote history. Well, yeah. That's like the main thing of it, yeah. And then we have another guest today. Joining us today is Adeline from our class. Adeline, thanks for being here. Thank Yay. you for having me. So yes. excited. <laughs> so what are your like impressions of the book so far up to chapter four? Well, I definitely think, um, I think it's really interesting how the main character is just not into what is supposed to be, like what they're supposed to be into. And I don't know, I really like it, but I think it's kind of weird. Just like yeah, I think the it's, whole government I think it's interesting, is. like this government and society. Yeah, definitely. And how they have like a whole new language. That's pretty cool. I think mm-hmm. that's really cool. Yeah, that is very interesting. Okay, so we'll start off with the summary of chapter four. So basically the chapter just covers Winston's job in the records the records section of the Ministry of Truth. Um, His job is to basically rewrite um, magazine articles, anything like written media to um, conform with what Big Brother or the party, like to conform with what's true. So if the Big Brother and the party, they say something that, oh, this is gonna happen, but it it doesn't happen in the future, then they'll change what they said So it looks like Big Brother and the party are always right. And I think I said only written media. I think Winston might only deal with written media, but they also do it with like pictures and videos and that type of stuff. Um, And basically it's just about this process of changing the media and changing everything to look like the party is correct. And it's really interesting and we'll get into it. Um, is there anything else for the overall summary that anyone wants to add? No? Um, okay. No, no I don't okay. think so. So we'll get into the essential events and character descriptions. So the main thing here is Winston's job, which I just discussed. So Adeline, do you want to talk about the implications that Winston's job might have on society? Sure. Well, I think that, you know, like you said, um, they're kind of rewriting history. So essentially the whole, like all of the people are basically being brainwashed, I think, because they're just changing what happened. But yeah, like um, in the book, I know they describe it as like rectify this, you know, just make a little change here. But they're actually just changing the entirety of what happened and I think I think that is definitely um showing that this is not like a fair government it's definitely like a dictatorship type thing yeah it's it's definitely not the democracy that they're claiming to be 
Exactly. Yeah, Kelsey or Abby, do you want to add to that? Yeah, I like totally agree with Adeline. Like she like took the words out of my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> so I think something that like could happen because of like everything agrees with Big Brother and stuff is that people they'll never turn their backs on it because when they look back, everything makes them look correct. And it is kind of odd because Winston, he remembers like when they're not being accurate. So my question is like, are other citizens remembering this? Oh, like that's not how I remember it. And they're just not acting on it. Or are they really yes. just like, are they really just like letting just letting this yeah, happen? I was, I was wondering about that too, because like, I was also wondering like, they change like so much stuff, like all these tiny things, but like there's all these thousands of employees doing this. So like, I'm like, I'm wondering like, do people see through these lies and just ignore it because like they're scared of Big Brother or like, do they really believe this stuff? Yeah, and I think something to say is like, what would happen if someone just like, because I don't think this is public, this isn't public knowledge that this is what they're doing at the records department of the Ministry of Truth. What do you guys think would happen if like Winston or someone else that worked there came out to the public and said like, this is what happens? Yeah. That person would be dead. But do you think, do you think anyone would believe them? Or do you think they would just be like, no, they're lying? Well, I, f- okay. I feel like I feel like secretly they would, but they don't want to yeah. be in trouble or like personally. Yeah, because like as well, that's so. a big thing about Big Brother and the party. Like they use fear as a as a tactic to gain power and stuff. Like right. So people don't want to go out against them, like, and they're not gonna argue with what they said. I think they would also forget about it because like they don't want to be that traitorous person. They don't want to have that secret. So they will just like make themselves forget about it because they don't want to be vaporized as well so I definitely think also if it was put in like the newspapers that something happened it would go back to the records department like a month or two later and it would just be changed yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. um and I think another thing is that think of like if this happened today like what do you think this would look like like changing things that happened I think like in this country like in this country 2021 well i would move out i would move out okay (laughs) but what if we didn't know isn't this kind of similar to like fake news yeah i would like i that's what i like um connect it with because like when trump was president he like that was a big thing he would use for his supporters. Wait, disclaimer, not trying to be political he'd be like these facts that go against me they're not real they're not true do y'all remember that um the democracies in exile whatever like the trump reading that was really really hard well i remember the author was really talking about how um he was comparing trump to 1984 how um like double think and fake news were basically the same thing and they would try to confuse people and no one would know what was right anymore so they just follow the authority yeah yeah and like what he did is he got his supporters to not trust the media and oh this is fake this is biased which well yeah it's biased but like this is fake this is untrue and in this society it actually it's like the opposite where it is fake and untrue but they don't think it is yeah and I think I feel like it 
would have a harder time happening today because everything is very documented. Like, I don't think the government would be able to, like, change what they said. Like, I feel like reporters, they would definitely, like, call them out, I feel like. I feel like if this would happen, though, the um, the authority would definitely have much more control over the media, over, you know, online, the internet, over newspapers, everything. They would, yeah. they would have to. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Definitely. Well, yeah, because um, isn't that what like Hitler did? He like, he limited the radios and media mm-hmm. and like, well, everything in that in um, Germany at the time to go with his story. Yeah, like weren't all like the radio channels? They were like all propaganda and stuff. Yeah, like, was- yeah, and you got in trouble if you had like a radio with a different channel than what you were allowed to and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, there isn't like in this in 1984 in Oceania there isn't like freedom of speech because their speech is just going to be erased exactly yeah (laughs) okay is there anything else anyone has to say about that Mm -mm. no I don't think so I do think it's really interesting about the records department because like like you said there's all these people changing things and they don't even think about you know they don't think that it's wrong. They just do it because one, it's their job. Two, they'll get vaporized if they don't. But also on some level, they might just believe that maybe the they accidentally wrote down something wrong. When and I think said, like Big Brother and the party, they're like saying, oh, we do this. So everything's accurate. Like, do you think the workers actually believe like Adam is saying, oh, like this isn't accurate, we have to change it, or do they really get what's going on, do you think? Um, well, yeah, I find it interesting because like these workers, they're all like on the inside, they know that like, they like know on a certain level that, that like um, Big Brother's lying or like they're changing history, doing something. So like, I feel like they would have a greater chance of like turning on Big Brother. Mm-hmm. So like, I wonder what they do, like, cause Big Brother and the party, they probably do something to keep them in line and keep them in control. Like be, it, them knowing, oh, I'll die or something. It's like how Yeah, I get vaporized them. or something. And also something else is that none of them really know like what each other is working on. Like they know their general job, but like they don't know, oh, you're changing this, you're changing that. So yeah. if for Winston... He doesn't know like what the person next to him is changing. So maybe if he goes and reads that magazine, he's like, oh, well, I don't really know if anyone changed this. So maybe that's why, because they don't know exactly what has been changed. That's another good point. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the next thing we're going to talk about is um, it's mentioned in this chapter that political offenders don't get trials. And obviously in America, that's not how it works. So, um, Kelsey, do you want to talk about like why that's bad and stuff? I think it's bad because like it's just unfair. Like in general, like the people, like the proles, like get like prosecuted and um, have trials, but the political offenders that like back up Big Brother don't. And I think like Big Brother and the government in general is doing this so like they can like keep like that big like support system so that like they will keep like 
um, spreading propaganda and um, all this other stuff to support Big Brother, like in line, like around Oceana. Yeah, it gives them um, much more power. So, like, if anyone speaks out against them, they can just arrest them and be like they're a traitor, and yeah. like they can't. Say and then they'll be like the next like subject in the two minutes hate. Yeah, <laughs> Goldstein. And also, like, if they gave a pol- say a political f- offenders going around saying. Big Brother is bad, they're lying. Well, then when they report on the trial, they have to say, oh, well, this person said Big Brother's bad, Big Brother's lying. And that could like put it in their head by just like seeing, oh, someone else thinks that way. I was kind of thinking like that. So I think it's a way of like controlling, just being like, you're, you're dead. You know, we don't, we're not talking about you. Like, no, but like, wouldn't like they just be like vaporized and like not like heard of like from again if they like talk about it then? Because didn't that happen with like? Yeah, that's what happens instead of like trials, which is like yeah, the normal thing. And if they did have trials, it would obviously be biased. They would obviously have a, a biased judge, a biased jury. It It'd would be, like, vaporized, I- sent down, yeah, hanged in the morning. Hmm. Okay. Um. Should we talk about his, like, his job in general? Like, yeah, about... do you want to talk about his job in general? Well, yeah, okay, so Winston works in the records section of the Ministry of Truth, and um, he uses a speakwrite to, like, rewrite the history and stuff, and then he also uses, um, there's, a, there's all these memory holes everywhere in the department, too, and they're used to... And memory holes are trash cans, by the way. Yeah, they're used to destroy and incinerate um the the real documents the not not fake ones Mm -hmm. yeah so basically adeline do you want to describe the process of like changing history and how they like change all the different documents that were like sent out yeah sure so basically um winston gets this little slip of paper every day that tells him you know what he has to change And then he puts an order in basically (laughs) for that. It's like getting your money from a bank and then it comes down the little chute. And then he opens it and finds the errors, fixes them, and then sends it back up to be changed. And then whatever like work papers he had used to write down his work, he would just put into the memory hole and it would be burned. Mm -hmm. That's basically what he did every day for like four or five different documents. And Kelsey, can we talk about like how, like once a document, say a newspaper from last week got changed, what does Big Brother do to make sure no one else is seeing the like quote unquote incorrect newspaper? Um, don't they like just like they like order like people like Winston to like write them like a speech or something? Or like, like um they recall Yeah, like, like they recall them. And yeah. then give back the like books or newspaper, or whatever. And mm-hmm. then they denied that they like ever altered it. Yeah. So basically they just like they take all the things that they say are inaccurate and then they replace it with like the the changed version. And I feel like that could just be a lot of work. Because think of all the stuff they're changing. Like yeah. yeah, and it's also gonna confuse like the society like as a whole. They're gonna be like what's like true and what's not. But they don't want to like think again, so they probably yeah, just right. like, oh, that this is this is what's it. true now. They just accept it, yeah. Yeah, I feel like they're just like at a point where they just 
they just want to go with they just believe big brother and whatever they say another yeah. point about um the the like the newspapers and stuff that they change i want to make um when it comes down it might have already been altered like 10 20 times before you get it to just keep up with what has been happening and what will happen mm-hmm. and i think that's also a very interesting thing yeah um so i think the next thing we should talk about is vaporizing um so basically uh who wants to talk about like vaporizing in general well um so like as uh, as adeline said um winston gets um slips of paper to tell him what to rewrite one of those was uh, like a main part of this chapter was um What's his name? Comrade... Comrade Withers. Withers. Yeah. Comrade Withers was vaporized. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, he was, like, disappeared, I guess. Um, someone like, wanna, say what like, vaporized is. Does someone want to expand on that? Vaporized? Um, I think, like, vaporized is, like, they, like, take someone, like, out, like, secretly without, like, the society knowing, and they're just, like, erased from, like, history and, like, no one, like, knows, like, what actually happened to them, so they just, like, call it, like, vaporized, but yeah. they're, like, either, like, murdered or, like, taken somewhere, like, What if they're actually vaporized, like, <laughs> like, oh my steam? Gosh. Yeah. Yeah, they, they <laughs> Oh, my gosh. And I think, like, an interesting thing about, like, when someone is, like, taken out, they're just, like, erased from everything, and they call it, like, being an unperson, like, they're everything yeah. in the media they're taken out of every like everywhere their name is it's gone and something Winston does in this chapter is that Comrade Withers was in an article Comrade Withers got vaporized so that he just needs to make up a name and he just makes up a whole person for this article named Comrade O'Gil- Ogilvy. and I think that's interesting because he's just making up a whole name yeah and yeah. like Comrade O'Gilby is like the ideal person, like, and should be looked up to as well. But yeah, he's like the model person that the party wants. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, um, devotion to the party, devotion to combat, like totally celibate, all that. And yeah, apparently that's what they want. But I'm wondering if everyone's celibate, then how are they gonna get more like supporters? What does celibate mean? Sorry. It's like, um, I'm pretty sure it was mentioned in the book, but I'm pretty sure it's like you don't marry and you don't have sex, so like you don't have kids, and there's no more people. So okay, what are they gonna do into, if there's no people? Yeah, that feeds into like the last chapter, or was it? Yeah, that was like chapter six. The Parsons family. I didn't read that. We were yet. wondering. We were wondering like, how did they like marry? Like, did they marry before, um, the party took over? Or, like. How does that work? Like, did they just be paired together? Like, yeah. I'm curious Um, about that. Yeah. um, Okay. So I think something that was interesting, just like a little thing we got, is that poems are considered offensive. Like, I'm not a really, I'm not a poem lover, but why would they be considered offensive? Different interpretations, I think, mm. because it's it's a lot of figurative language and like imagery, definitely yeah. imagery. 
and that makes and, like, a lot of sense there could also be like a secret message in them and like also like poetry like what Alan said like there's um like um, similes and metaphors and all that and it's like that's like a deeper level of thinking and I don't think that the party wants them to think that deeply they want them to be like sheep and not think at all so yeah and also okay my reason is kind of dumb now that like figured about yours (laughs) but mine was like if a poem rhymes then like it might be hard to like change the words but yours is probably better (laughs) good thinking yeah good thinking fun um okay so basically can we talk about I don't know why I keep on saying basically can we talk about the purges of criminals how they just get purged and then like executed sometimes they get a public trial oh yeah it is in this chapter a little bit oh okay so yeah can someone talk about that let me flip to my book (laughs) Um, can you repeat the question (laughs) like they'll just like just like the purges and the executions like public stuff that oh no that's in the the hangings are in the next chapter um wait like it's just briefly talked about but something that happens is they kind of just like will round up people who like are criminals in the government's mind and then they they'll get public trials which are obviously like come on oh yeah i saw that um how also how um one person can be like a sympathizer with the wrong side and then they get to go back and live in society and collect names like hundreds of names of people who are against the party and Mm. then everyone will be rounded up and taken out and vaporized, killed, or yeah, those executed, hanged, hung. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the next thing I want to talk about is, okay, Winston, he says his greatest pleasure was his work. Why is that? If he kind of seems to, he, he kind of knows what's up. He kind of can see that what he's doing is wrong. So why is he like, oh, this is my greatest pleasure? Like, is his life so bad that that's... Yes, Ben. Their lives are terrible. They're terrible. I, okay, I personally think he, he like, likes his job or whatever because, first of all, he's, like, made aware of what's happening in the government and in the party. So, like, that's the first thing, like, because he obviously doesn't like it. So I think he likes to be aware of that, what's going on. And then, like, secondly, he, um, it's, like, kind of good I guess like he gets to write and be kind of creative like he made up a an imaginary friend with comrade Aldry what's his name yeah yeah Yeah. so I think it's fun for him yeah like rewriting like in his own imagination like he can create like different like events people yeah like okay obviously it's bad but I can kind of see how it could be like fun kind of just being like (laughs) Oh, like I'm making up this entire thing and everyone gets to read it. Well, I think he's a creative person, to be honest. He just mm-hmm. doesn't it's like that's like his outlet for it. Yeah, there's like well, no other iron. outlets. Like you're Yeah, but I don't think that like his like joy of working is like picturing like like painting like Big Brother in like a good light because I don't like I know that he doesn't think that Big Brother is yeah. a good person. I think he just likes <laughs> to like create stuff, just not like the Big Brother like good oh. guy part. 
Yeah, in the, in the book, um, it did say that it was like a challenge, like a math problem for him. And like, you know, it's something that actually makes him think rather than just make him being a mindless corpse walking around yeah. doing whatever he's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because li- like what else would he like? That's probably his pastime, even though it's his work. Like there's nothing for him to do at home. Everything else is like controlled by the government. That's the only thing where he can like do stuff by himself. I think that makes yeah. a lot of sense. Um, so is there anything anyone wants to talk about? Before? Oh, one more thing. So as we touched on before, the party, they just lie. Like they straight, they straight up yeah. lie to everyone. So what like what would happen if like all of our media was just like lying to us? Like, I'm kind of just thinking about that. I think we would believe it, especially if we were, like, born from the people. Like, if our parents had lived through the transition and we were already full in it, I think we would totally believe it because what else would we know? We would become the Parson children. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Our parents are scared of us. I mean, that's kind of apparent in, like, some of our states and stuff yeah they'll believe yeah yeah they don't get the best information and then that's true okay so is there anything anyone else wants to talk about before we start talking about like predictions and stuff no okay so adeline if you like what are your main predictions for like the rest of the book okay so i've only read up to where we have in class in chapter five Okay, so without spoiling chapter five. Okay, so I think that in the rest of the book, I feel like we might see the transition to like more use of news speak. I think that maybe, um, maybe one of the Parson children is gonna bust Winston, and then he might get in trouble. And they're going to, like, come and take him, but he's going to be all in denial. And then they're going to put him back for, like, the one or two years or whatever, because, like, foreshadowing and information foreshadowing, whatever. And then maybe he'll have to, like, give them a whole bunch of names to keep living. And if he gets, if he goes to the re-education camps, I feel like he will have this want to help the people and escape and stuff but he'll be too much of a coward to not do anything (laughs) so he'll just he'll just stay there and then um either he will die or like the whole big brother regime will be over that's what i think is gonna happen like at the very end Mm -hmm. so yeah that's a really good prediction yeah i never thought about the parson children but that's definitely a big possibility um so Something we have been talking about was that we think that O'Brien and Winston might like team up. Do you think that could be a possibility? Um, definitely because of like the little like subtle things that O'Brien does. Maybe maybe the dark haired girl will say something about it though, because mm. she's like a way member of the way a member of the party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, that was a good idea, y'all. <laughs> Um, 
So Kelsey, do you have any new predictions? Like I know you were thinking kind of like me, like a rebellion. Do you see any more like specific details that you think might be happening in the future in the book? You know, I don't know. I still feel like they're going to have like a revolution or something. And then like either they're going to win and then live happily, happily ever after. But I doubt that that's ever going to happen. In, like, yeah, these books. I, so I also agree with that. I feel like they're going to die. They're going to attempt yeah. to like, <laughs> yeah. like change the world and stuff. But I just feel like they're going to die. Cause, yeah, because um, the party and Big Brother, they really have a lot of power. They have a lot, a lot of power. Yeah, so and they have a lot I of, like, a big following and stuff. And yeah, I feel like um, Winston, um, I almost said Montag. Uh, I feel like Winston <laughs> um, is, like, he's going to call them out. I don't know if he'll be heard by other people or if they'll silence him or what will happen, so. Yeah, um, um, like, I think we were kind of comparing it to 1984, or we were comparing it to Fahrenheit 451. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I feel like this society has like way more control. Adeline, do you, can you like make a comparison between the two? Oh, um, sure. So like, I feel like all the jobs in 1984 are government jobs. So everyone works for the government. <clears throat> but in Fahrenheit 451, it's not really the government so much as just like everyone's working to destroy knowledge. So in Fahrenheit 451, they um, want people to just be content and happy. But in 1984, they want people to like dedicate their lives yeah. to one particular ideology that people are being told is the right one. So I feel like this is much more controlling, definitely. Um, and yeah, people aren't even supposed to know things. They're not supposed to think at all. So yeah. definitely. Is there anything else anyone wants to add? Ben, your voice, um, <laughs> your microphone is not working. <laughs> How about we just end it here? I think we covered everything, right? Yeah. Let's fix your microphone and yeah. Um, so <laughs> that's the end of this podcast, I guess. Double think um, discussions. <laughs> double think discussions. That chapter four. Thanks so much for having me on, by the way. Yes, Thanks thank for, for coming. Thanks awesome. for being a special guest. Yes. Thank you. Okay, well.